Good morning. There is a common saying that among all the sins we commit, you can think about them, among all the sins we do, maybe unforgiveness, lust, every sin we do. So among all the sins we commit, the greatest among them is a sin of ungratefulness. The greatest among all of them is a sin of ungratefulness. Now, I know that most of us, when we are growing up, when we are still young, there was a moment when your mom told you to say thank you. And those moments were always teaching moments. There's a reason why your mom told you to say thank you. I remember this story I told one time when I was receiving my first Holy Communion. My aunt's husband's mother sent me a thank you card. So, I read the thank you card, and my mom told me, you have to write a thank you card to thank her for the thank you card. I said, okay, so I wrote the card, it went. Two weeks later on, she calls me, thanking me for the thank you card for the card. <laughs> so I went and asked my mom, mom, do I have to write another thank you card for the thank you phone call or the thank you card? That was a lot to think about. My mom said, no, honey, it will end here. But in all this, she was teaching me a very important lesson, that saying thank you is something very important. It shows that you're not only grateful, but you also appreciate. The readings today we have focus on one theme, giving thanks to God that the God whom we worship also enjoys to be thanked. In the first reading, talks about Naaman the Syrian. Naaman was a Syrian military commander who had leprosy. But then when he returns home, the slave girl in her home was, was a Jewish girl. He told Naaman, if only you should go to Israel, you can be healed. Naaman goes to the king, gets the letter, takes the king of Israel. To cut the story short, the prophet Elisha tells Naaman, go and wash into the pool seven times. Now Naaman first refuses this, says, you know, we have the biggest streams of water in Syria. Wouldn't I have taken a bath there to be clean? But then the slave told him, if they had asked you to do something difficult, wouldn't you do it? He said, okay, let me do it for the sake. Naaman goes, washes seven times in the pool and, get, and is healed. He returns and gives thanks. He says, thank you to God of Israel. The same story, there is this correlation in our gospel today. Jesus is on earth to Samaria and he meets all these lepers. There were 10 of them. Nine were the chosen people, among the chosen people, they were Jews. And one was a Syrian, a Samaritan. A Samari we know the story of Israelites and Samaritans, they are always enemies. But now this tragedy has made them friends because they're all, they're all lepers, kicked out of the community, they are outcasts. And what happens? They see Jesus coming and they cry out, have pity on us. Now, Jesus tells them, go and show souls to the priest. And on their way, they realize they were healed. And what a great joy. 
the Samaritan comes back to Jesus shouting for joy. He says, thank you, praising God. Now, Jesus makes a comment. He says, weren't they nine? Weren't they ten? Where are the nine? Only one has returned to give thanks to God. Now, that gives us, takes us into the heart of God. That Jesus, even if he's God, he also wants us to say thank you. We say thank you for the things we have and for the things we do not have. We still say thank you. Because God alone knows why we do not have them. So, things may not be very good today, but he's telling us they could also be worse. That's why we say thank you to God. On my way at home, last, when I was coming back from Uganda on Tuesday, I was reading a, a book. It's called The Memoirs of Winston Churchill. And it talks of the story of the ungrateful mother. Her son was playing around the pier and he fell into the ocean. So there was this old Navy guy, retired, sees the boy falling in, he dives in. He struggles with breath, but then saves the boy. Brings him the pier, gives him CPR, the boy goes back to health, returns home. Two days later on, the mother comes looking for this sailor who saved the boy. Now you can, all of you can think he's coming to thank the, ma the man. The moment he saw that he was the one, he asked him, where is my boy's heart? Even before saying thank you for saving him, where is my boy's heart? What does that tell us? We always miss the point because we are so focused on what we need, what we do not have, and we forget what we have. So today the readings are challenging us. They're telling us as we come to celebrate this Eucharist, which is a thanksgiving, we come to join Jesus Christ in thanking his Father for what we have. That's why in every preface in Mass, we say, it is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. That's a beautiful prayer we say every Mass. Because we're joining Christ, the High Priest, in thanking God for every creation. So today the question is, are we going to be the people who thank our God? Or are we going to be the people who come to always to ask for something? Yes, it's true to ask for what we need. But also Jesus is teaching us that God also enjoys when we say thank you as his children. The Lord be with you.